place for breaking news. Get the late breaking stories right away. And where news breaks. The latest updates are on all this. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. Good information. Now on FM 1071. Baby, it's cold outside. Yeah. And it's been raining all night. Slick streets. Slick and cold. Windy and cold and rain and drizzle off and on. It's going to stay in the 40s today. It's going to be cool in the 50s tomorrow. Good morning. Right now it's 43 and wet at KTSA. So good morning. It is Monday. Cowboy haters are going to hate, and we'll talk about the Dallas Cowboys a little bit later on. we got a whole gamut to run through today because we've got to follow up on the main shooter. And uh, we have the Matthew Perry story, which is, uh, you know, abundantly interesting to a lot of people. Uh, and we'll get into that. Uh, we'll get into a Daily Mail exclusive this morning about Venezuela's worst gangsters being here in the United States. And are you ready for Farmageddon? Farmageddon. It's uh, it's going to be headed our way. So, and possibly as early as today. But uh, we'll start right off here with the pro-Hamas, pro-terrorist rioters who are all over the streets of America, in Russia, and in all kinds of various places. And, uh, and of course, uh, I just heard uh, the story that Don played a couple of minutes ago from uh, from somebody, I don't uh, Laura Lerner or whatever her name was, I don't remember her name. But anyway, oh, the Israelis, they bombed a hospital, and now they're having to treat people outside the hospital, and the Israelis, this, and they're flattening the buildings and all that. Yeah, okay, so forever, the Israelis, the Jews, have been putting up with Hamas, cutting their heads off, shooting their children, raping their children, raping the dead bodies of their children. Did you mention that? No, she didn't, of course. And nobody will in today's media because the pro-terrorist Nazis are on the march. They marched through Brooklyn on the Brooklyn Bridge and shut it down over the weekend. They marched in Austin, Tejas, basically shutting down the streets around the Capitol. Hey, if you were there, give me a call. Let me know. 210-599-5555. And now they say it's time to slit the, the throats of Jews here in America. Now, you know, if you just flip the script on that real quick and said, Jews are threatening to slit the throats of Muslims here in America or anybody, anybody is threatening to slit the throats of Muslims here in America. You know what the media would be doing. You know how the media would be playing it. But because they're Jews, it's okay. You can threaten to slit their throats. The uh, pro-Hamas terrorist Nazis stormed a football field in California, sat at Medfield over the weekend, delayed the start of the Cal-USC game. At Cornell University, police have been dispatched now because at a kosher dining hall at Cornell, Jewish students have received violent threats, violent threats. Cornell University Police Department investigating posts located on a website with threats of violence directed at the Jews, saying, oh, it's time to bring an assault rifle to campus and shoot all you pig Jews. Is that all right? Is that okay? If I see a pig male Jew, I will stab you and I will slit your throat. No, this is not in Israel. This is in the United States. This is right here. Another one said, I'm going to bomb the Jewish houses in our area in retaliation. Ready for that in the United States? Are you ready for what happened in Russia over the weekend? 
You ready for that to happen here? Where the pro-Hamas Palestinian Nazis have been storming an airport in southwestern Russia last night chanting anti-Jewish, anti-Semitic comments and searching for passengers on a flight from Tel Aviv. I mean, they went out on the tarmac. They surrounded the plane, and they were screaming for the Jews to get off the plane so they could kill them. I think we have a little sound from that, don't we, Jimmy? Aloha Akbar, Aloha Akbar, as they are around the airplane trying to get to the Jews who were on the airplane. And you know, you know and I know, we all know who's paying for all this, right? Well, particularly here in the United States, we all know that name, George Soros. We hear it a million times. He backs all these DAs like the DA here in Bear County with all of his money. He's been back in BLM with all of his money to create chaos in the streets. We also know that BLM is a part of these pro-terrorist, uh, what do they call it, pro-terrorist, pro-Hamas movement, uh, Nazis here in the country by marching in the streets. Uh, a lot of these uh, marchers that have been marching in, in favor of Hamas in America uh, are the same people that were marching for BLM a couple of years ago. They just, uh, all, all they are, are anti-American, and they want to disrupt our country and bring chaos uh, to our country, just like they did at the Brooklyn Bridge uh, over the weekend here in the United States. George Soros has funneled over $15 million in the last seven years to the pro-Hamas groups behind the terror-sympathizing protest. Uh, the far-left billionaires grant-making network, the uh, Open Society Foundation, distributed $13.7 million through the Tide Center, which is a left advocacy group that sponsors several nonprofits who've justified uh, Hamas's bloody attacks, according to the New York Post. Are you hearing that in the media? No, of course you're not. What you're hearing is Israel is flattening the Gaza Strip. That's what you're hearing from, from our media. And the fact of the matter is, yeah, war sucks. War is hell, so don't start one. Don't go into somebody's country who is living peacefully, by the way, and not bothering you. Don't go into their country and kill their women and children and haul off 239 of them and hide them in tunnels under the ground. Because if you do that, you might get flattened. In fact, that is the proper response when somebody comes into your country and does that to you. The proper response is you flatten that country. You level it. Because you cannot ever allow that to happen again. And I know we have a sympathetic uh, Nazi media in the United States. It's, oh, Israel's horrible. Israel's leveling buildings. Israel is blowing this up, and Israel's blowing that up, blah, 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 blah. And not a mention, not one mention about how Hamas started this and Hamas murdered Israeli Jews who were peacefully dancing at a music fest. And on and on it goes, continues to fire rockets into their uh, capital city and continues to fire rockets from the north into various places inside of Israel. That doesn't matter, obviously, to our Nazi media in the United States. They could care less about that. What they care about is Israel's response. Oh, my God, that's terrible. They're leveling Gaza. You're darn right they're leveling Gaza. They need to level Gaza. They should have leveled Gaza a long time ago. Gaza is controlled by Hamas, and Hamas has been launching strikes on the Jews for many years, many years. According to a source, in our border patrol, the influx of special interest migrants across the U.S.-Mexico border has grown exponentially. 
About 100 Syrian 50 Iranian nationals have been apprehended by the Border Patrol since the beginning of October, and they're all single male adults. How many gotaways? How many others got in here? Well, it hasn't been reported yet, but Biden's migrant mobile app is freeing thousands of foreign nationals into the U.S. from terrorism-linked countries. Are you familiar with this? In order to, you know, make it look better at the border and not have all those people lined up at the border, they now can go on to an app. They fill out the information on the app, and then they just come right on in the country. And now we're having all these folks from these terrorism-linked com- countries that have been filling out on the app and just walking in to the United States. Coming on in. Coming on in. Meanwhile, the new Speaker of the House, his name is Mike Johnson, who really triggered a lot of people because right after he was elected Speaker, he knelt down with a bunch of uh, people there on the House floor and prayed. Oh, no, he prayed. He asked God for his blessing on his job as Speaker. And now he says he's going to move a standalone Israel funding bill this week in the House. We believe that it is a pressing and urgent need, a standalone bill to support Israel. That means it's not going to be tied to Ukraine funding or anything else that Joe Biden is trying to uh, tie it to. So it's going to be an interesting battle this week for those in in the House. Trey Ware here at 210-599-5555. All right, Jimmy, the cowboy haters are going to hate. So what? They're going to hate. So yeah, what? Yeah, but you're one of them. You get mad at them when they don't play good. You don't stick up for them. And then when they play great, you're happy. <laughs> no, what I've been saying lately is when they play great. Which right? was yesterday. Which was yesterday. I mean, every form. Hello. Special teams, defense, Hello. offense. Everywhere. Coaching was good. Everywhere. I was shocked. They outcoached <laughs> them like crazy, right? That was really good game. It was phenomenal. And the L.A. Rams are not that bad. No, they're not. Their record's not that great, but they're not a bad foot. Remember, they were in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Yeah, no, that's not a bad team, and I don't think the Cowboys are that good. But yesterday, they looked that good. So when they play that good, I always say, where's my Cowboys? What happened to my Cowboys? Because I'm so used to them playing. And and here's why I do that, Jimmy, because – I, I, you know, I, I give them my faith and my hope and my trust every year, and, and then you, and they you screw re- me around. You remember Danny White? Yes. He yes. almost led us to the promised land twice. Yes. Yes. Almost being the key word. <sighs> and we were saved by Troy Aikman and a triple threat there, man. You know, that was great. But yesterday's team could have beat any team in the NFL. Well, and everybody's going, see, that was no big deal because they're not a, they're not a great team. The Rams are not a great team, and this week is going to be the week because they're facing the Eagles this week. Have you been watching the Eagles lately? They haven't looked all that great. They are a great football team, and I picked them to be one of the, NF, one of the NFCs. I picked them in the 49ers, both, to be NFC you know, and they, head knockers. And they both have dropped off. Yes. Well, they lost their offensive coordinator in Philly, yes. and you can tell. Yes. They're not as solid, but – I did win money on the Miami Dolphins beating the New England Patriots. Let me tell you what, them Dolphins are going to be there. With, Sorry, Don. With, you no, know. come on, Jimmy. You had to bring that up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, now Miami is going to be there with uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs if the Chiefs play better than they played yesterday. That was awful. I lost money on the Chiefs. I have never, <laughs> ever seen them in the Patrick Mahomes era. Mm-mm. I have never seen them play that bad. It was awful. It's terrible. The rest of- 
Last time I saw them play that bad was that Super Bowl against the Buccaneers a few years ago. Yes. When they got stomped on. Yes. But other than that, they've been pretty solid ever since then. I don't know what happened yesterday. And hat tip to the Broncos because after it was over with, they played Shake It Off throughout the stadium real loud. Oh, I didn't hear about (laughs) that. Hat tip, man. Did not hear about that. Yeah, they were blaring Shake It Off after the game was over. I love that, man. That's That's great. That's what you get, Travis. Yeah, that's it. Let's see here. Uh, I don't know anything about hockey. So maybe you guys can help me out. Both of you guys know hockey. I don't know anything about it. Adam Johnson had his his throat slashed by a skate. Yeah, and died. Uh, I didn't know he died. Yeah, he did. But um, that's happened on what about maybe four times? Yeah, there was. Uh, it happened uh, once in my lifetime that I can remember. I don't remember the teams, but uh, I, I think it was a goalie got slashed Ugh. across the throat ah. uh, during a hockey game years ago. With everything that those goalies wear, you're able to get to the neck still? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's usually when someone gets upended, obviously, and their skate, they go head over heels and the skate's up high. Ugh. And that's usually when it happens. I've seen one before, and they were able to save the guy. I did not see the one that yeah. you're talking about. Uh, now, the skate's that sharp? I guess yeah, so. Definitely. That's a dumb question where. That's, I guess yeah. they are. Yeah. yeah, they keep them razor sharp. In order to cut through the ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that that's why that? I don't know anything about it. That's sorry, how but. you stop quickly and change direction. Wow. So he died on the ice. Man, They there was like blood. I don't want to get into it. Well, There's yeah. Blood you, everywhere. You know what happens. Yeah. Right. God, it's awful. Yeah, and to be sad. in the stands because they were, they were saying prayers for the family, but then they were saying prayers for the fans in the stands. They're like, guys, you know, sorry that you had to watch this. Well, yeah, because, you know, the little kids all want to go against the glass, right, Don? So they can hit yeah. the glass. So those little kids typically are against the glass. Ah, uh, yeah. And had to witness that. That's awful. And you were mentioning this uh, volleyball player that uh, vax to the max had had a heart attack or something, blood clots or something. She had blood clots. Wow. And um, was scheduled to go overseas with the team from, I believe, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, right? That's what you were telling me yesterday. And they found out like 48 hours before the flight, so she stayed back. They were playing Minnesota yesterday, right? Well, yeah. she played yesterday, and, huh? and she had, like, 21 kills, broke a Big Ten record. But three weeks ago, blood clots out of nowhere, 21-year-old yep. athlete, yep. prime condition, yep. and then all of a sudden felt bad, blood clots. Yeah. And you said there was another one of uh, There's that a football player. In football New, player here. Nebraska, yeah. or was it yeah. New Braunfels? What was it? New Braunfels, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the NB, New Braunfels. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's also uh, some talk about Matthew Perry. So this will lead us into the Matthew Perry discussion. Gotcha. Now, I, I'll tell you, I wasn't a big uh, uh, Friends fan when it was first out. It was uh, it was appointment viewing for my wife and my daughter. Every Thursday night at 7 o'clock, man, they were glued and they loved it. Well, I, I kind of I grew to like it. I didn't love it, but I grew to like it in reruns because I thought there was some pretty funny stuff that they pulled on the show. And then, like all these shows do, they stick around too long. They got stupid at the end. But anyway, Matthew Perry had uh, drug and alcohol problems all of his life, and then he had an encounter with God, and I put it up on my Facebook page, his encounter with God. He wrote about it in his book, which I did not read because I just don't care that much, but I, I think I might read some of it now. But he talked about having an encounter with God after being through like 14 surgeries uh, that related to his his uh, his alcohol and drug abuse. You could see it in the series, by the way. If you watch the the seasons of the series, you'll see him with weight on, and then all of a sudden he weighs nothing. So that's when he was doing coke, they said, and crank, and then back to the weight, which was him doing alcohol, which makes you all puffy and whatever. So off and on. But he he supposedly got over that. Was playing pickleball so on, and got in a hot tub on Saturday and fell asleep or something in the hot tub. They don't know. 
uh, th- they are waiting for the toxicology reports. The uh, the uh, medical examiner coroner said, "Yeah, we're we're just going to keep it. We're going to defer the cause. Of, we're going to defer the cause of death for now until we get the toxicology reports back." However. That's not stopping the online thing that's going around now, showing him in a T-shirt, a Friends T-shirt that was a Vax T-shirt with the Friends logo and a Vax. And he he uh, tweeted over and over again, I am Vax to the max. Can you get one of his sayings of the show was, can you get any stupider than this or can you do any more than that or whatever? And he said, you can't get any more Vax than me. I am Vax to the max. And so everybody's wondering now if that had anything to do with his death. Young guy, 54 years old. Trey Ware here, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. The media in this country disgusts me. Uh, I don't think that's any surprise. <laughs> I don't think that's any surprise to you, particularly the news reporting media. They 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 all just get it from from the the top, which is you know basically the Democrat Party gives it to the New York Post or New York Times, not New York Post, New York Times and the uh, Washington Post, and then AP you know will write some stuff and they put it out, and then everybody across the country reads the same thing. And I I, I think I I sent Jimmy some stuff over the weekend. Uh, Jimmy, I think I sent you some stuff over the weekend about how these guys are are reading the same script. And you, you uh, concerning Israel and all that stuff and Hamas, and you hear it. I mean, it's the same script all across America, uh, and it's all slanted against Israel and against the Jewish people. And that and people have been you know texting me all weekend. Explain to us how this happens. Well, it's the it's the colleges, it's the universities, where this mindset has been taught now for decades to hate Israel and to be in favor. And and all it says, you you have to call it what it is, it's pro-terrorist Nazis. That's what this is. From the professors that are teaching it in the colleges to hate Israel to those in the news media who are either reading the scripts, running the actualities of the fake news concerning Israel, those are pro-terrorist Nazis. That's all they are. When you choose that position, and you choose the position that you are going to either write a story or read a story or present yourself on camera as somebody who is slanted against Israel and for the pro-terrorist Hamas right now. You're a pro-terrorist Nazi. That's it. That's it. Because, see, the Nazis have not changed. They want the elimination of Israel, and that's what this entire thing is moving toward. And, oh, Israel's so horrible, and they're blowing stuff up in in in, in, uh, in the Gaza Strip. And look at the buildings, and look at the destruction, and look at what they're doing in the Gaza Strip. Yes, that's exactly right. When you pick a fight, Israel is going to finish that fight, and they have to. And the dumbest thing that I've ever seen in all of this so far is gays for Hamas, gays for Palestine. They've got a they got a cute little Palestinian slash rainbow flag. It's the Palestinian flag now, and they got rainbow uh, crap on it. And 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 uh, you know we can't wait for for uh, Hamas to raise the rainbow flag in Gaza is what they're saying. And they were saying that on the Brooklyn Bridge over the weekend when they shut down everything in New York over the weekend and so on. Hey, they're not going to do that, guys. Just just for those of you who are gay and those of you who are pushing things for Palestine and for the for the uh, pro-Hamas Nazis and you're, you're walking and marching with your little cute little rainbow flag, guess what? They bind the hands and feet of gay people and throw them off of bridges so that they die in the water. Okay? Just so you'll know. And that's what you're wanting brought to the United States. 
And the media, you're complicit. You're 100% complicit. Line one there. Uh, you're complicit, 100% complicit in all of this and pushing this. And so when you start a fight and then you take 239 hostages and you rape those hostages and you beat those hostages and you lock them up in tunnels under the ground, and then when the cavalry comes, the good guy comes to rescue those hostages and you hide behind those hostages like Hamas is doing right now, hiding behind women and children with their little tails tucked between their legs, Hamas is, don't be surprised if you get yourself shot and blown up. Uh, war is hell, so don't start one. That's the best way to not have one. Just don't start one. Don't fly and don't drive into somebody else's country and kill everybody and, uh, and cut their hearts and livers out. Don't do that, and you might not get blown up. Hey, Ann, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Good morning, Trey. Um, I appreciate what you're saying about Israel. Uh, one, uh, everybody that is speaking and saying anything about anything wicked about the Jewish people, Jewish nation, you're flying in the face of God. Uh, and two, for everybody who claims to be born-again Christian, and we pray in Jesus' name, but if you are a born-again Christian and you harbor any hate for the Jewish people, the Jewish nation, you are praying in Jesus' name. Guess what, people? You're praying to a Jew. Yep, that's right. He was a Jewish rabbi, or is a Jewish rabbi. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, Ann. Uh, 542 now at KTSA. So by now you probably heard that the main gunman, Robert Card, shot and killed himself. Uh, thanks for doing so because that's going to save the people of Maine a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of effort. Uh, and this is, you know, this was the, the best outcome that could come out of this horrific situation. Uh, of course, in, in the hours following, you know, that dramatic and horrible scene where 18 people were killed and 13 were wounded in, in Maine, we heard, of course, from the typical left, you know, we got to take the guns away, we got to take your guns away, we got to take your guns away, as if my gun and your gun here in Texas had anything to do with that killing up in Maine. We got to take the guns away because you just, you, you, you bad people. And, um, of course, th that, that coming from people who are surrounded day and night, 24 hours a day, with lots of guys with guns to protect them and protect their families, right? And I always say to them, when you take to Twitter, if you're a left-wing politician and you take to Twitter and want the guns taken away, you do so first, all right? You fire all the Secret Service guys who are following you around, Mr. President, following the crackhead kid around, Mr. President, all those guys that are doing that. You fire all those guys, lead by example. You know, I, I, I've, I've had them on the show here, and I've asked them before, left-wing politicians who are gun control nuts want the guns taken away. So who are you going to call next time you're faced with, with a violent somebody or something, something happens to your house, you know, your house is broken in or whatever, who are you going to call? I'm going to call the cops. Why? Why are you going to call a good guy with a gun? I, th I thought guns were the problem. Why would you call somebody that's going to bring a gun to that situation? <gasps> well, well, you know, that kind of thing is what I get. But when you look at this situation, it was eerily similar to the uh, Patrick Kelly thing that happened over in, in Sutherland Springs. Because the military knew this guy was a bad guy. The military knew he was off his rocker. And the military discharged this guy. And then, of course, the sheriffs up there and the cops up there, they all knew it too. In fact, 
they had encounters with him leading right up to the shooting. Sheriff Joel Murray said he sent deputies to his home in September after the U.S. Army Reserve tipped him off that firearms instructor had issued veiled threats against an Army base. Murray then sent uh, an awareness alert about card to all of the state's law enforcement agencies. Then uh, Police Chief Jack Clemens said he deployed cops to patrol the local Army base where Card had trained, but they came up empty. The cops were at his home six weeks before the shooting and didn't do anything. In July, officials at Camp Smith near the U.S. Military Academy at West Point, New York, reported that Card was exhibiting bizarre behavior and made threats to other members of his military unit during a training exercise the base notified state police Card was committed to a mental health facility where he spent two weeks and then released with his guns. So you got all those laws in place that you're not supposed to give this guy his guns when he's like, you know, going inside of a facility. He's going to be in there for two weeks and he's exhibiting behavior and making threats that he's going to shoot up his army base. And yet, after he does so, you want to blame the guns. You want to blame my gun in Texas. Yeah, right. All right, John, you're on KTSA. Good morning. Good morning, Trey. Uh, I think the common denominator in all of these shootings and, and weird things are, are uh, number one, the drugs that are given to soldiers, I believe, like a methamphetamine or something, uh, keep them awake. And then afterwards, uh, psychotropic drugs well a lot of this has to do with the drugs that's for sure john i i do believe that I'm, I'm a firm believer that there's a lot of issues with the drugs for sure yeah so <laughs> we we have the ktsa new mascot i'll just take you back a few years it was a long time ago when the spurs and russ bookbinder at that time was the general partner of the spurs i think he was a marketing guy or something but anyway he was a general manager kind of guy and uh, we were the uh, we were the Spurs station, and KTFM, our sisters. There were only two stations here at the time, KTSA and KTFM. We carried the Spurs here. I was program director, and KTFM was the official FM station of the Spurs. And they had just bought the hockey team, the Iguanas. So they brought us an iguana, and an iguana lived in our lobby. We had a cage built for him. And he grew to six feet long, and he would walk around the radio station, and you would hear him. All the station was tiled at the time. There was no carpet. And you'd be at your desk, and you'd hear, and he'd be walking down the hall, and that was Spike. And he just had free reign, and everybody knew Spike, and, oh, you know, whatever. Well, I get a picture yesterday, I guess it was, from Elaine, and there's a fox here. Now, here's the interesting part about this, Jimmy and Don, is the fox is in the courtyard. Now, there's only two, three ways into that courtyard, okay? One's a door. Two doors. <laughs> two doors. <laughs> two doors. Are over the top, which, because the courtyard is in the center of the building with four walls, and they are secure walls. There's no holes. These are not... These are not exterior walls. They are walls that lead to studios or offices or stuff. So they're not exterior walls. It's not like he was outside the building and came through the bottom of the wall into the courtyard. 
that would be an impossibility. He'd have to go through the offices and through glass to get onto the courtyard. Now, we did have a news guy here who had about four screws loose back in the 80s or 90s. And he left his keys at home. And he was actually out playing war games and had his war paint on and his war clothes. And he repelled into that courtyard from the outside. (laughs) I kid you not, man. There was a sales meeting going on in there, and all of a sudden this trooper comes storming down into there. Freaked them all out really bad. Uh, Rob Williams was his name. Nerd. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) So now there is a fox out there. We have a new mascot, and none of us know how the fox got there because... The doors, like I said, this is no exterior walls, so it's not like he came underneath an exterior wall. The doors, you have to, like, open. He didn't open those doors because they're, like, very hard to open. I uh, They stay locked most of the time anyway. And over the top, you know, I'm pretty familiar with foxes. We have them at my house. And you don't see foxes climb trees because I really don't. I've never. I, I I'm mean, sure they can. I guess they can. They got claws, but I've never seen them do it. You know what I've seen them do? I've seen them crouch on the ground and chase squirrels, and kill and eat squirrels. I've seen them do that. And that's what they're supposed to do. And they crouch like cats when they do it. You know, have you ever seen a cat? You, we've all seen cats. Pounce. Oh, I've seen. I've seen foxes. We oh, have so them you, at the lake house. Okay, so yeah. you see them. You, you, you. So how in the world? How in the world? How did the fox? Get in there. And what did the fox say when he got in there anyway? <laughs> Some type of gibberish that nobody all I, understands. All I can think of is it somehow got on top of the roof, and then there's these little awnings so that you can stand outside when it's raining at the yeah. patio, Right. jump right. down on the awning, and then down. Yeah. That's all I can think of. Or somebody's playing a, you know, somebody's messing with us. Well, huh? That Don, could be. Don Cooper worked this weekend. I yeah. don't know if Don's into saving foxes. Um, but none of the people that work on the weekends are that uh, aspiring to pull off pranks, <laughs> yeah. is what I'm saying. So that that is weird. Yeah? Yeah. He's scared to death. He's a, And, and most foxes are. They're, they're kind of skittish. You know, they're not going to – the only way they're going to attack is if they're, like, cornered and they can't get away. This one – I went over to the glass this morning, and I just looked at him. He took off and ran to the other side of the courtyard and, and curled if, up in a and ball. And if it's a mama and the babies are around, yeah. then she's freaking yeah. out because she's not near the babies. Had that happen at my house about two months ago. And came over. it came over. I even posted a story about it. came over and yelled at me. And I was sitting on my front porch. So yeah, I yelled back, you know. But how did it get there? Any ideas? Nah, all I could think of is somebody left the door open. Just a, just enough for the fox to slither through. Yeah. But then how did it you get know? into the patio? It has to get into the building to get into the patio. Well, now, people are texting and saying foxes climb trees, and there is a tree on that yes. side over there by the Alamo Lounge. Mm-hmm. So it's very possible. It could have been chasing something up yeah. the tree, and then all of a sudden. It fell into the courtyard. Yeah. And it, it's not hurt. It's, it's, and, and we have some uh, some very compassionate people coming at, at 8 o'clock this morning to you know, take we'll have live, live coverage. Don Morgan will give a report. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, you have to say that these days. The fox is going to be treated humanely. The fox, yeah. Greg Shelton came up here this weekend and gave it water and food and all that kind of a little shelter so it'd have a way to get out of the rain last night. So it's been well cared for, and, and it will be when these folks come to get it this morning. It's not like we're calling guys that are going to go out and kill it. It's not yeah, going to happen. No, no, no. And we're it's working on well. uh, discovering the fox's pronouns so it's not uh, offended. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know if it's a boy or a girl, do we? 
Right. Well, I don't want to offend the clock. I was going to say, you can lift its tail and find out. I'm going to stay in here while you do it. All right, uh, let's dive into it this morning. Of course, we're starting with windy and cold and rain and drizzle off and on all day today. It's going to stay in the 40s. Grab the coat on the way out this morning. It's cold and it's wet, and you're going to feel it, obviously. Hit about 6 o'clock yesterday afternoon, and it came in with a vengeance. Been telling you about it for over a week now, and it sure didn't disappoint. And it's going to stay in the 40s today and be wet off and on for most of the day anyway. And uh, and so just be ready for that. It's, uh, we're going to do chili at the warehouse today. Some of Nancy's fa- world-famous chili is what we're going to do today. And then tomorrow she's doing stew because it's going to be in the 50s and cool tomorrow. The pro-terrorist Nazis in the media and on the streets are out, funded by, of course, as you know, the boogeyman, George Soros. He funds everything that's creating chaos in America. And they're marching in, or they marched in Brooklyn. They shut down the Brooklyn Bridge. Kill the Jews. Kill the Jews. Kill the Jews. I told you last week. It's it's devolving into Nazi Germany in the 1930s. Here we are. Kill the Jews. Get your AR-15 and go shoot them. And where is Barack Hussein Obama? I, I, I'm old enough to remember. In fact, I was doing this show back when we were having all the terrorist activity that his policies brought about in the Middle East when he set the Middle East on fire with ISIS. He called it ISIL. And he dressed us down consistently every time there was a terrorist attack or an attempted terrorist attack. Don't you blame Muslims. Don't you blame those who follow the prophet, he used to say to us. Where you be, Barack? How come you're not screaming now that they want to kill Jews at, uh, at, at colleges in the United States? How come you're not making? How come none of you people are making a statement about, hey, 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 lower the temperature, y'all. They're threatening to slit the throats of Jews at Cornell University. They're threatening to take an AR-15 and shoot up various colleges around the country that have Jews. Did you see what happened in Russia where they stormed the airport where a plane with Jewish folks was going to leave? And they were, we want this, we want everybody off that plane so we can kill the Jews. And then they stormed the city that the plane flew to to try to get to the Jews that were on the plane. Did you see that? Has Barack said anything? I know Joe hasn't because Joe hasn't gotten his meds yet. He doesn't have his Adderall or whatever they give him to wake his butt up. But here we are, folks, and it's real, and it's happening. They're threatening to slit the throats of Jews in America. They stormed onto a football field in California, college between uh, Cal and USC, the pro-Nazi, pro-Hamas terrorist uh, supporters stormed onto the field and delayed the start of the game, sat down in the middle of that midfield. I already mentioned to you Cornell, where they were uh, Jews were at a kosher restaurant, and uh, they started to surround it and yell and scream uh, that they wanted to kill the Jews, bring an assault rifle to campus and shoot all you pig Jews, end quote. If you see a pig male Jew, I will stab you and I will slit your throat. We want to bomb a Jewish house in retaliation. End of quote. And yet, I don't know. Maybe I've missed it. You call me if I have. 210-599-5555. Any of our national uh, celebrities in Hollywood, any of our national politicians, have any of them said, hey, 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 cool it? Any of them? 
Of course not, because they're beholden to George Soros, too. His funding of about $15 million funding these uh, groups that are going around and doing this kind of thing. And, and now what we're finding out is the same thing I told you when this first happened. Many of them are BLM protesters from two years ago that have simply now put on the little hijabi thing, and they're out there running around and screaming. And they're BLM people. Same people. They are attacking Jews in the streets of America today. And now that we know the border has been wide open and a bunch of single male adults from Iran and other countries have been pouring into the United States down at our southern border, I've been getting text messages. In fact, I got some this morning, got several over the weekend, people saying, hey, have you been downtown San Antonio lately? And I got to, I have to, I must confess, no, Uh uh-uh, I don't go downtown San Antonio anymore, Uh uh-uh. Used to. I used to go uh, several times a month, and we'd get a hotel room, and we'd do the river walk, and we'd do the restaurants, and there were a couple of places we liked to go down there and uh, hang out and so on. I don't don't go back. Way too much crime. Way too many homeless people on the streets that are all drunk and drugged out. You know, it looks like San Frantonio. And then now i got people sending me texts and pictures saying, look at these Middle Eastern men, young men, that are all over downtown San Antonio. I don't know. I haven't been down there, but I'm getting pictures from folks saying, look at this, look at this. I don't feel I don't feel safe in downtown. Well, I can't say I blame you, and that's one of the reasons that I don't take my lovely wife and granddaughters down there is because it's not safe. It's not, uh, San Antonio is not a safe place anyway, but going downtown is, is, is really not safe at all, at all. And now we have these people that are threatening to slit the, the throats of Jews where Jewish people and I know several that are in college right now, are scared for their lives. Some of them have left their college education to come back to San Antonio where they could be with their families and be safe. In America. As if as if threatening to slit the throats of Jews at Cornell University and other universities across the country, as if that is going to make one bit of difference what happens in the Middle East, as if that has any impact at all on what happens in the Middle East. The same is true with blocking uh, you know, the, the Brooklyn Bridge over the weekend, and we're shutting this MF-er down for, for, the, uh, for Hamas, you know, all that where they were shouting over the weekend, as if that was going to have any impact at all in what happens in the Middle East. We all know that it's not. Just another way to sow the seeds of chaos in America, trying to bring about the collapse of our society in America, divide and conquer us with chaos, which is exactly what this Soros cat does. But anyway, why why aren't our officials, our our leaders, right, our elected leaders, why aren't they speaking out about this? 210-599-5555. I promise you. If the shoe were on the other foot and you flipped the script and there were people that were threatening to kill Muslims in America, you know Barack would be out leading the charge against that one. And so would all the news media. But instead, our news media in America is fomenting Jewish hate. They have joined the pro-Hamas Nazis. Our news media has in America. Celeste, you're on KTSA. The phones are lighting up, so we're going to take your calls. Celeste, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Good morning. Yes, sir. Good morning. Thank you. I completely agree with everything you said. And, and not to be a damper, but just throwing that out that I've, I've always thought of Thanksgiving, you know, as a unique, uniquely American holiday. And I just pray and hope nothing happens. But I just wanted to throw that out there to the listeners to just be, 
be very wary as we're approaching Thanksgiving because those those that hate us, they probably hate Thanksgiving as well, and well, it might be an well, ideal. Celeste, time. I don't know that it's going to be Thanksgiving, but something's going to happen in the country. There's way too many people here who hate us. With this president opening up the southern border, something's going to happen in this country. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's going to be Thanksgiving or not, but something's going to happen here. Uh, thank you for the call, Celeste. Mike, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, sir. Yeah, how you doing, brother? Yeah, Trey. Hey, listen, man. We don't have to. It don't. Ha- uh, you know, I, a couple of weeks ago, I was telling you about the border being open and all these terrorists to see sales and all this. We we got we got domesticated terrorists right here in our own country, uh, Trey. The dude, the guy up there in Maine that shot those, all those people in that bowling alley. And then just over the weekend, we had another shooting down in Florida. Another 20 people got shot. We got uh, we got, we got domesticated terrorists right here in the old USA. Uh, we, we, and now Joe Biden, like I told you a couple of weeks ago, he's bringing people in that's uh, important terrorists into our own country. It, it makes absolutely no sense. So uh, anything can take place over the next couple of weeks and months. Especially, uh, especially coming into the new uh, election season, and like you say, the holiday season, anything can happen in the USA. So all I can tell you, America, like you said, Trey, is is be cocked and loaded, have your gun ready to go, my man. That's that's all I can tell the American people right now. Be cocked and ready. And I thank you for taking my call this morning. Thank you, Mike. Have a great day. Be safe. The roads are slick. Where are the local leaders? Has Nuremberg spoken out about? The uh, new pro-Hamas Nazis that are out there. And and Dean just sent me a note. He said, hey, this is Dean at Austin. I saw a sign yesterday here in Austin in a shady part of town that said Cure Lice with a phone number on it. It was written in Spanish underneath and also in Arabic. That should tell you who we have led in this country. I love your show. Thank you, Dean. I appreciate it very much. Yes, that's one of the ways, that's one of the things that the new Nazis say is we got to cure lice, kill a Jew. Here in America. And nobody's speaking out about it. Brad, you're on KTSA with Trey. Thanks for the call. Hey, Trey. Uh, you know, two things, of course. There's that famous quote, those who can't remember the past are kind of condemned to repeat it. I don't want to see a replay of the 1930s. But the other reason I called is uh, I heard that DeSantis, God bless that man, he said if you're a student uh, in this country on a student visa, in other words, you're not a U.S. national, and you're protesting and calling for the slaughter of Jews and things like that, and cheering on terrorists, then guess what? Your butt is on a plane and you're deported. You're sent back to whatever country you came from. And I have to say, if we, if he can do that and 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 push that through and get that enacted, he certainly got my vote. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thank you, Brad. I appreciate it very much. Hey, Lee, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Good morning, uh, Trey. Uh, two things, real quick. Uh, one is since uh, Israel's going after Hamas, you hear them talk about well, they want a ceasefire. But I've never heard one person say that about uh, Ukraine and Russia. And number two, I was just wondering, do you think that uh, DOJ can leave leave the uh, parents alone to go to school board meetings and go after these people that threaten the Jews? <laughs> no, <laughs> Lee, no. <laughs> and that's a really good point, is that the FBI, you know, they, they made it their, their life's mission to go after the J6 people, right? They made it their life mission. Like, we're, 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 we're being overthrown, man by a bunch of cowboys that went up there on January 6th and went inside the Capitol at the invite of Capitol cops. We're now finding, right? We found that out. The Capitol cops asked them to come inside the Capitol. Uh, and it's clearly a setup deal. I mean, we all know that January 6th was a setup. So, that, oh, Donald Trump has got a prison for an insurrection, you know, that whole thing. It was a setup. And yet... 
the FBI spent all their time going after those guys and locking those guys up for the rest of their lives. Some of them will never give it out. Some of those guys will never get out of jail. They didn't harm anybody. Only one person was killed on that day, and that was a protester who was shot by Capitol Police. And, and, and racially motivated, in my view, by the way. That was a racial attack. She was a white woman, and it was a black man who shot her. It was a racial attack, I believe, you know, after you read about him. But, but beyond that, be that as it may, as they say, when, when, when are they going to go after these guys who are saying, take an AR-15 to the college and shoot it up because the college has Jews in it? When are they going to arrest some of these guys? I mean, we're kind of in a sensitive place with AR-15, aren't we, and, and shooting up colleges? We're kind of we, – we ought to be a little more sensitive to that. How come these guys haven't been arrested? And how come the leadership in this country have not spoken out and said, hey, cool it? You guys are talking about slitting the throats of human beings. And, and we were dressed down by Obama, dressed down by him time and time again. Those who don't like to profit will not have the future. You know, all those kind of things. Don't you blame Muslims. And like I said, if the shoe was on the other foot and these were people that are talking about slitting the throats of Muslims, you know what Joe Biden and Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and all the – you know what they would be saying. They'd be all over that. They, and, and, and you know what the FBI and the Department of Justice would be doing. Those guys would be going to jail. And we don't have to guess at it because we've seen it happen. And, you know, as Lee pointed out, we've also seen the Department of Justice and the FBI go after mom and dads who just went to a school board meeting. That's it. You got a trans kid in a school in Virginia raping girls in the bathroom. The school board covers it up. They hide it so the parents didn't know that a tranny's up there doing that. And when parents went, in fact, the daddy of the little girl who was raped when they went to the school board meeting, oh, these are terrorists. These are these are local terrorists. Well, what do you call somebody who says, let's slit the throats of Jews? Sounds pretty terroristic to me, don't you think? And yet, nada. It is more of the nonsense that we have, in, we have going on in this country called a, you know, uh, a double standard. That if you're conservative and you're a parent, and you're concerned, then it's all bets off, and you can go to jail, and if you were one of them cowboys that went up there for J6, you can go to jail the rest of your life, and that's just fine. But if these people want to shout and scream, slit the throats of Jews at Cornell University and other universities as well, terroristic threats is what those are called, to where Jewish children are leaving college and coming back home for the protection of their home, and nobody, nobody says a thing? The only thing the president has said about this is, well, if you want money for Israel, you got to give me money for Ukraine, too, okay? That's the only thing. If you want money for Israel, then you got to give me money for Ukraine. He has yet to call out the terroristic threats and the absolute terror that has befallen Jews in the United States, a la Germany, Nazi Germany of the 1930s. This president is presiding over the transformation of our country right into the Third Reich all over again. Maybe we just call it the Fourth Reich now. Nazism returning to the United States in full force with Joe Biden as president of it. Look at it. It's happening. He's yet to denounce it. Not once. Has he said anything, nor has Barack, who is, well, as you know, 
the actual president. By the way, if you'd like to say the Pledge of Allegiance here on the show, I've got a number for that, too. That's my voicemail at 210-654-5155. Candy inflation is hitting double digits, double-digit Halloween candy inflation. For those of you who bought Halloween candy, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? 13% higher this month compared to last October. That's on top of another 13%. So, in reality, in the past two Octobers, it's gone up over 26%, the cost of candy uh, thank god we ain't buying stuff around our house <laughs> we we used to and i used to love handing out halloween candy is a big deal but uh, we, we live in an older neighborhood now and uh, they don't really have any trick-or-treaters that come around anymore so we're kind of uh we're, we're out of that game and i'm happy no, number one because of the price you know the inflation that's that's hit everything including the candy but number two because I don't need candy around my house. <laughs> if it's there, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> and I save a little bit for the trick-or-treaters, but I always you know, tend to sneak a little bit of this and a little bit of that. So I'm glad we didn't buy any this year. Not, not planning on it between now and tomorrow night. Do you have your medications? Have you filled your prescriptions? I hope so. They're talking about Farmageddon. Thousands of pharmacists plotting a walkout today, tomorrow, this week. From CVS to Walgreens and other big chains like Rite Aid and so on, they are calling it Farmageddon. They are calling in sick, these pharmacists are. They say they're going to. Some of the biggest demands include guaranteed hours and uh, better pay for technicians. Uh, we'll see you know, how much of an impact that's actually going to have. But they have been saying, I hope you have your, your prescriptions already filled and ready to go. Uh, news story, Daily Mail exclusive this morning. Venezuela's worst gangsters have crossed into the United States. They are unleashing chaos in Dallas, Chicago, and Miami. They're slashing tires. They're shooting out windows of cars and homes. Parts of Dallas are in mayhem, according to this Daily Mail exclusive. Criminals are beating residents. Tens of thousands of them are here from Venezuela. Uh, we've been telling you this, this open-door policy that Joe has had down at the southern border. Come on in. And Venezuela went to their people in their prisons. They said, if you're happy to let you go, you can have your freedom, but you can't stay here. You've got to leave the country and go to the United States. And come up here they did because Joe's giving them money, giving them free health care, giving them free cell phones, and they can act you know, like animals, which is basically what they are. They're acting like animals by going through these neighborhoods and unleashing chaos. And yes, there are many of them right here in San Antonio and are slashing tires and shooting out windows. And well, they're, they're criminals and they're thugs and they should be in prison in Venezuela and not roaming the streets of the United States. More and more reasons, and they are innumerable at this point to get rid of this administration, to vote them out of office and to return some sanity to this country. I hope that we get to have an election uh, in, in, uh, in November of next year and that nothing horrible happens between now and then. But when you've imported all these young males from Iran and all these terrorist countries and you've brought them in here, you brought prisoners in from Venezuela that are attacking people on the streets of the United States, it doesn't take, you know, an Einstein to figure this out. It doesn't, it doesn't take a Nikolai uh, Tesla to figure out that you're sitting on a powder keg here in the United States and you got people roaming through this country threatening to slit, slit the, the throats of Jews in the United States. That's, you, you just got to know it. You got to know what we're living under right now and why it is so important for you to be motivated and you to motivate others 
to make a change at the highest levels in next year's election. We've got to do it. And and we have to do it. We're not going to get any help. We've got to do this. We have to motivate the people in our circle of influence. We've got to talk to those people. We've got to get the word out about what's happening on the streets of this country and how dangerous it is now for us to survive, but not only us, our children, to have a country that will, will, will afford them a future. And so we've got to make sure that we're on top of that. By the way, over the weekend, just in case you didn't hear about it, Mike Pence jumped out of the uh, presidential race. To the American people, I say this is not my time. It's still your time. And he urged voters to choose a candidate who would appeal to the better angels of our nature and not only lead us to victory but lead our nation back to civility. Well, that's a slap at, at Donald Trump. Doesn't sound like he's too interested in, in uh, supporting Donald Trump now. He thanked the audience for the greatest honor of serving as, uh, as vice president. So he's out. Uh, Larry Elder got out over the weekend as well. Not a big deal there. Speaker Johnson, the new speaker, triggered a lot of people when he took the gavel last week because he immediately, immediately had a prayer on the floor of the House of Representatives. Now, he wasn't compulsory. He just knelt down, and a bunch of others knelt down with him and said a prayer. That was kind of cool. That's a good thing, to have a godly man driven by godly principles at such a powerful level in our government, and I hope that you'll pray for him that he will be able to maintain that. He's looking at the Hunter subpoena as the House marches forward with Biden impeachment probe. He says we're the rule of law team, Republicans are. We don't use this for political partisan games like the Democrats have done and did against Donald Trump twice. We're going to follow the law and follow the Constitution, telling Maria Bartiromo yesterday that he plans on pursuing this and seeing where it goes uh, at, at the end. You know, we're talking about some of the chaos in the streets and, and stuff that's been going on lately and how we dodged a bullet, uh, and we l- literally did with Proposition A when they were trying to bring it here, which would have legalized theft up to $750 and then on uh, up from there. Reports over the weekend showing stores now in leftist cities like D.C. and Austin and San Francisco and so on. They have taken the actual products off the shelves like, Everyday products, toilet paper, toothpaste, deodorant, stuff like that, replacing them with pictures because they can't put the actual product on the shelf because thugs are walking in, they're stealing the stuff off the shelves and walking out, and nobody nobody can do anything about it. In fact, if you try to, if you're an employee and you try to stop these guys, then they, they fire you. So now they're just putting pictures of toilet paper. And if you want the toilet paper, you have to find an associate which takes forever because they have very few people working these stores anymore. If you want the toothpaste, you want the deodorant, you have to find an associate to go get it for you in the back because it's under lock and key. United States. That's where we are in the Biden-Obama regime. That's what's going on in your country. And that's another reason you got to get the word out to everybody that you know to vote in some common sense next year so we can turn this around. Punish the criminals kick all these people back out of this country, send them back to the countries that they came from, and stop this nonsense that's going on in our country. So with everything that's going on in the world, all the chaos, all the hate Jews, you know, all the new neo-Nazism that's going on out there, and you know, they're going to go slit their throats and all this stupidity you see on the streets. Um, this one, you know, <laughs> you're given a pass if this one got by you. The Treasury Department dropped a financial bomb last week. The deficit for fiscal year 2023, $1.7 trillion. That means it's up 23% in one year. 
the Treasury using $879 billion just to service the debt. $879 billion just to pay the interest. Again, when you've got massive government spending, $6.1 trillion last year, and we only brought in $4.4 trillion, you're in a recession. We already know that. And then, of course, you got tax increases. So you got a drop of $457 billion in incoming from the previous fiscal year, which means... We are going deeper and deeper and deeper, and these full-time deficits are going to be locked in. So the $1.7 trillion deficit, by the way, last fiscal year was really $2 trillion. It was only reduced by technical sense to $300 billion when the Supreme Court blocked Joe Biden's student loan handout scheme, which he's now trying to carry forward. The nation, as far as the economy is concerned, and as far as what we're spending is concerned, is very sick. And you need to know that because it's going to affect everyone. We're, we're going to be facing some layoffs soon. We're going to be seeing some increase in, in taxes very, very soon to pay uh, for, for this interest. And it could mean the ultimate downfall. In fact, uh, Rand Paul said it over the weekend. He said, you know, what's going on in the Middle East is not really going to be the biggest threat that we face. And Russia and China are not really the biggest threat that we face. We are our own worst enemy by the amount of money that we are spending. That is the existential threat to the United States. Let's go to the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Carl Eggers, CreatingRicherLives.com, is here this morning. It's not a rosy picture when it comes to the economy, Carl, and particularly for those who are trying to plan for the future, who are trying to plan a kiddo's college education or trying to put away for their own retirement, it's tougher than ever before now. Yeah, the Fed, the Fed's in an interesting spot because if you as a individual, if you had a ton of debt, there's two ways to improve your situation. One is to pay down the debt, which the U.S. is not doing. Or number two is to have your assets grow bigger right? So your net worth gets bigger, your balance sheet gets bigger. And so a lot of people think the Fed's going to go back to what they have been doing, which is their mantra, which is you you inflate assets. In other words, you keep inflation at a higher level for longer. And so it's quite possible, we're going to get a jobs number this week, it's quite possible the Fed stops raising interest rates over this cycle and actually wants a little bit of inflation to help the debt situation. So, I mean, they're in a they're in a really tough spot as individuals are. And look, I think I mean the stock market is now 10% off its peak. It's a it's it's the fourth 10% pullback we've had. Um, you know, every one has been a good buying opportunity. Excuse term. me just a minute, but didn't I, I read over the weekend that this was the worst October stock market has had in, in quite some time. Yeah, I mean, and, and and it has been, and it's primarily the reason is interest rates keep going up. I mean, you know, you, you talked about our financial situation. Other countries are going through the same thing, if not worse. Do you think they're going to continue to loan us money by buying our bonds? I mean, China's not doing it anymore. Our own government's not doing it anymore, and that's why interest rates just have continued to go up. 
And and look, we've we've had a free pass the last several decades by saying, hey, anytime the U.S. wants to borrow money, we can do it at really low interest rates. It was almost advantageous to do it because we could grow our way out of it. Now, with interest rates at five percent, five and a half, and as you mentioned a couple of weeks ago, thirty percent on a on a on, excuse me, eight percent on a thirty-year mortgage, it's a different ballgame now. We can't pay our interest and continue to grow our debt. And so to me, the way out of this is they're going to have to inflate their way out of this, which is right now they're talking about bringing down inflation. They're probably going to have to actually let inflation run hotter, which may help the government, but certainly doesn't help me and you and our listeners. No, not at all. With our assets going forward or with job security or anything else, when they bring back the inflation, uh, that means the price of milk and eggs is going to get even more expensive. Everything is going to uh, – you're going to see the, the price of everything climb uh, once again. And with people maxing out their credit cards at beyond north of, of, of 30% on some of those credit cards, um, th- they're just going to fall farther and farther behind. So they, th- this is a mess, and, and it's due to all the government spending that's been going on and the fact that they continue to get us into these wars and continue the government spending – and 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 more and more of it's flying out the door, and less and less is coming back into the door. It's a mess. Uh, another reason to get out and vote against this this regime that's in power right now. They are causing all of this. You can think back to three years ago, and this did not exist. This was not going on like this three years ago. Oh, of course we had the pandemic years, and that's something that was you know once every 100 years comes along. But this, the policy, I'm talking about the policy, the official policy of our country, was not meant to to bankrupt this country as this policy is doing. Thank you, Carl. Carl Eggers, CreatingRicherLives.com. Coming up on Where in Rima, we uh, we come back at 7.05. We're going to be talking about these threats that have been made against Jews right here in the United States, and we're talking physical threats that they are that the, the, that these people are making the, the the neo-nazis the new nazis are making against jews here in the united states slit their throats taking our 15 and shut up shot up uh, uh cornell university let's let's do those kinds of things is what they're saying and yet nobody in power in this country is speaking against any of that any of it we also have what's going on in the Middle East. We'll get you an update on that. Famous actor dies. A couple of actors uh, that we knew very well died over the weekend from sitcoms, so we'll talk a little bit about that as well. Coming up with Warren Rima, KTSA.